Hey mamas, welcome to Breastfeeding Relief with Bethany. We share incredible stories, tips, and breastfeeding ideas to help on your journey. I'm your host, Bethany Laverne, a lactation consultant and speech therapist who helps mamas with breastfeeding. Not all breastfeeding stories are the same, and we dive into those topics. Welcome back, mamas, for another episode. So today we're going to be talking about the signs and symptoms of a tongue tie in your baby. Um, Your baby will not have all of these, and they could only have like one or two. Right. And so my baby didn't have all of these, but he had a lot of them. So let's go over them today. What you will see in your baby if they may have a tongue tie. Right. Um, One of the biggest things I see is open mouth Um, baby sleeping with their mouth open um, because their tongue cannot sit in the correct place to breathe out of their nose. Um, So they always have an open mouth. I suggest to mamas a lot when I see pictures of my friends that they post on Facebook and Instagram um, with an open mouth posture. Moms just take the, your finger, put it under their chin and close their mouth. Also, you can take two fingers around their lips and close their lips um, to try to really get that nose breathing, which is optimal, um, for everybody actually. Um, that's a whole nother episode. Um, but we really need to have their mouse closed when breathing, um, excessive drooling. This was my son to a T he always drooled. I felt like from day one, he is a huge drooler. So I saw that we were changing his bibs three to five times a day. And as he got older, um, cause he still had a posterior tongue tie. Um, uh, I was changing his shirts three to five times a day. And as he got older, we didn't get fixed again until he was three. Um, but he would drool so much mamas that he started coloring, um, or playing with chalk and there'd be a drool spot. There were drool spots all over my house on the hardwood floors, um, because he could not swallow his drool. Um, and so it just comes out of the the mouth. Now, if you think about it, um, you try to hold your tongue down to the bottom of your mouth and swallow. Okay. Did you see how hard that was? It is not easy to do. And so that's why they're drooling so much because their tongue is not moving correctly. Um, difficulties with your breastfeeding and latching, of course, this is what I talk about the most, um, is difficulty with latch. Um, now we can do a few things like changing positions or so many different positions to change to while breastfeeding that can be helpful for your baby. Um, but specifically with the latch and they have a lip tie, like my son had a lip tie. Um, they can't get a deep enough latch. And so what they're doing mamas is they're munching on your nipples. They are not compressing your breast and getting the milk out. They're munching on your nipples. And so you're going to see cracked nipples, bleeding nipples. It hurts to breastfeed. If it hurts to breastfeed, it's not being done correctly. You should not have sharp shooting pains. And that was one thing I specifically remember the first time our son latched because we have an older son. Our second son's the one that had the tongue tie. And so specifically, I remember saying to the nurse, ouch, this hurts. And she goes, ah, you just forgot what it was like. And I said, no, no, I don't think so. My kids are 60 and a half months apart. They aren't 10 years apart. 
it should not hurt mamas. It should not hurt. Um, and so again, this is something I speak about. I feel like people were brushing me off in the hospital. I felt like I got brushed off from a lot of people to find the correct answer. Um, your breastfeeding journey should not hurt. Also, my friend pump with purpose also says your, if you are exclusively pumping, it shouldn't hurt. You shouldn't be turning your nipples into Vienna sausages. That's not correct. Now, if you want to talk more about pumping, please go see my friend pump with purpose. Um, now let's move on to difficulties with bottle feeding. So it's okay if you aren't breastfeeding. Um, it's fine if you're using, um, you know, formula or pumping that is completely fine. And we're bottle feeding. Um, however, these babies, sometimes we say are lazy eaters. These babies are not lazy eaters. They are not effectively getting the milk out of the bottle. However, unlike a breast, we can turn up the speed, right? And so instead of having a slow flow nipple, we're going to turn up the speed and give them a fast paced nipple, right? So there's more holes in it. They can get a lot more liquid out quickly, but mamas, if you were doing this to a two or a four week old, you're drowning them in milk. They are getting too much milk. So what you're going to start seeing is coughing. They're spitting up excessive spit up because you're giving them too much milk too quickly into their poor little bellies. Um, and then the biggest thing I see is colicky babies, gassy babies, because with the bottle, they're taking in so much air because they're trying to keep up. So a good pace would be suck, swallow, breathe, suck, swallow, breathe. Um, and so there, they might be sucking, swallowing, and trying to breathe for a longer time, but that milk's flowing in their mouth. They aren't really controlling it. Um, and they start drowning in milk and taking on a ton of oxygen. They might be fighting you. They're pulling their head back. They're crying. These are all signs that the, that they aren't doing well with a bottle. Okay, so let's go back to slowing the pace down. And one of the best pieces of advice I can give you, especially if you want to get them back on the breast is to do pace feedings. Um, and so that's where the baby's more sitting up, um, a little tilted, you're using the bottle, but you aren't putting all the liquid into the nipple. You're just doing some, and then you're tilting it back and letting them time to get air. So you aren't rushing them. A baby should never be upset and crying while eating. Um, they're feeding way too fast. Um, are they falling asleep while they're at the breast? So are they falling asleep after two to five minutes and they won't switch sides because they are sound asleep. They should not be falling asleep this quickly. They are not full. They are still hungry. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to wake you up in an hour, in half an hour, right? And they need to eat again because they're hungry. They never filled their bellies the first time. They aren't going to give you longer stretches of time for a mama, you to sleep, but for them to sleep too. Um, I had a mama that said for the first month, she was up every night, every hour. No especially by the time they get four weeks, they should not be waking you up every hour. You should start getting longer stretches of sleep, two hours, four hours. My baby was sleeping four hours by then. It also depends on how much they weigh, right? How much 
uh, baby fat they have that's um, keeping them asleep. Um, I was blessed that mine was sleeping four hours by four weeks, but that's not everyone's journey. So I was shocked with our second kid when I was like, he's not sleeping two hours at night. I'm up every hour. I was exhausted. My mental health was not great because I was so tired taking care of a toddler and not being able to sleep when the baby slept. Um, so please mamas take care of your mental health too. You are very important. Um, are they clicking on and off the breast? My son, who was an audible and he would just click constantly when he fed. If they are clicking, they are taking in air. So what are we going to see again? Those colicky babies, those crying, the screaming, their bellies hurt. My son loved to be held on his belly. So my husband would usually take him and hold him on his belly um, and walk around with him. And he was so happy because his poor little belly hurt because he was bringing in so much air. Are they getting lip blisters? So if you look at their lips, are their lips white? I have these tiny little blisters on the top and bottom. We see that specifically um, with a lip tie. Um, when you're looking at um, their lips, when they're latched onto your breast, their lips shouldn't be pulled in because they're holding onto your breast so hard to try to get milk. So again, they're holding onto it hard, which means what? They're munching on your nipples and your nipples are going to start cracking and bleeding. Now you hurt and you don't want to feed them, but they're also hungry, right? It's this whole vicious cycle of going round and around. Um, now it was amazing when our son's lip tie was released, how well I felt he latched on afterwards because his lips were able to flange out like a fish onto my breast and he was actually starting to get milk. Um, you will also hear them being noisy breathers. Again, they're breathing through their mouth, not their nose, and they are loud snorers. Um, this will continue. Um, snoring is not normal. Okay. This is something we don't talk a lot about. We don't talk about it a lot. Um, is the snoring um, but there is so much snoring happening and that's not typical. We shouldn't hear snoring from anybody really, right? If we're correctly nose breathing. So let's talk about that for a hot second, mom, since I am also a speech therapist. Um, as you're sitting here, even as adults, our lips should be closed. Our teeth should be slightly apart and our tongue should be up in the roof of our mouth, up in the palate. Um, and we're breathing through our nose. Our mouth should never hang open. Um, specifically, I know recently I read an article, um, of a dentist who ran the Boston marathon this year in 2023, had his mouth taped shut and breathed through his nose the whole time. Um, I think that's amazing. I know I personally, I don't think I can do it. I'm not a runner, right? But it's this new trend going on that we're trying to educate people on nose breathing specifically. And I'm watching a lot of therapists, specifically speech therapists, myotherapists are working out taping their mouse. Um, I do not advise, um, but you can tape your mouse to go to sleep, especially not on children. Okay. Um, it is a new thing going around. I think it's great if adults want to do it while they exercise, you really encourage it. It's a harder workout. I think it's great. 
please do not do this on babies and children, please. Um, lastly, slow to gain weight. Okay. And so are your babies in the zero to one percentile? This is what we see. Are they losing a lot of weight, not gaining any weight? These are babies we're concerned about. Um, even little kids that continue to stay in this. I have a friend who moved away. Um, I did not work with her personally. She was not a client of mine, but I watched her journey on Facebook. Um, and so they were having this problem with their daughter who was like two. Um, and so they sent her to an ENT, um, because they were going to give her a feeding tube in her belly to start getting more nutrition because she was so little. Guess what the problem was? She needed her tongue tie revised. She needed it clipped. Right. Um, and then she started doing great. She started eating. She started getting more nutrients. Um, but that just makes me so sad. It was something that could have been caught early. That was not caught early. And then they're sending her to an ENT to get a feeding tube. Um, so mamas, this is why I am educating you. Um, I do not feel like it is talked about enough. Um, but these are the signs and symptoms you're going to see in your baby. Again, I said, you will not see all of them. You might see quite a few of them. You might see two of them. But if you're seeing two or three of them, I would go find a speech therapist, a lactation consultant, an occupational therapist for a functional feeding assessment. That's where I feel you need to start. Um, if you feel like you can't find one, you can always go see a pediatric dentist. Um, also as well, one that revises tongue ties, that releases them. Um, but these are good places to start. If you feel this is a concern of yours, um, you can also speak to your pediatric doctor. Um, and I hope they will send you in the right direction. Um, it was lovely to talk to you guys today and I hope you've learned a lot. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another mama or post on social media and tag me. I want to personally thank you for wanting to help other mamas. You got this. I'm rooting for your breastfeeding journey.